Sunrise every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 High FM, High Chinuch, Rabbi G. We are back as we do every week between on Monday between 2 to 3, where we discuss anything related to education, anything related to making our lives better lives, making the world a better place, making the next generation, training the next generation, uh, guiding the next generation. I'm not sure making the next generation um, is a good term since a lot of the discussions here on the show is uh, how much can we force on the next generation or how much can we influence. So influencing, working hard and making uh, a change in the world to a better place, a place that will be a safe environment, a healthy environment, a, a world we'd all want to live in. Today's topic is a very interesting one. We will get to it very shortly, but right beforehand, obviously, anything you want to share here on the show, anything regarding education, any comments, anything you think uh, you agree or disagree with uh, what was, what will be said today here on the show, please send in your thoughts. 061-895-1019. That's the WhatsApp line. 061-895-1019. Or you could always even call in 010-140-3020. 010-140-3020, which is especially today, and I'll say shortly why, maybe would be an opportunity to call in. 34519, that's SMS line, that's here local in South Africa. 34519, if you're here and you want to text, feel free to comment and join. And this is actually going to be a show where we... I really want to hear what you have to say about it. Since today is going to be the first show ever uh, since I've been here on the radio about a year and a half that I'm doing without any guests. I'm going to be here alone for a very specific reason. And the reason is I'm going to touch on um, a very, uh, I don't know what the, the would be the right term to to use, but a very uh, strong question, I would say, uh, something that's relevant to our community, something that's relevant to us, and people that I've been discussing, educators, uh, principals, teachers, therapists, this has been a big issue um, for some time. Uh, it's very easy to, take, to go off topic from what we're going to discuss shortly into... Um, personal thoughts and since I don't want any personal uh, emotions involved I want to really leave it clean I'm going to be speaking here and please 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 send in your comments it's actually right before we start I do have to say a very very special show for me today a special day because I had a great surprise as soon as I walked into studio seeing Craig here who I've missed uh, dearly for a very long time Uh, he's been uh uh, helping me on the show in the beginning for a very long time and hasn't been here for her quite a long time this show. So welcome back, Craig. Thank you so much for joining me today here. Here today, I don't know. How do I say that in English? Not even sure. Anyways, to our topic. And the topic I want to uh, raise with a few questions re- is regarding gratitude, loyalty, responsibility, um, all across personal relationship. As many of you know, in my private work, I am a head of a a relationship center, kind of, and a lot of the questions that come to me have to do with 
communication relationships between uh, employees, between educators and their principals, between parents and educators, and big questions of of loyalty have been coming up up to the level of um, a bit of lack of confidence. And I'll explain. I, I want to use an example from actually the Parsha, something that, as uh, many of us know, every week we uh, get together at the synagogue at the shul and we read a paragraph from uh, the Bible and discuss around it. Now, the paragraphs that we've been reading in the last few weeks are mainly about the whole process of the Jewish nation becoming the Jewish nation, the whole process of leaving Egypt uh, after uh, the Jewish nation has been slaves there for uh, hundreds of years and establishing them into a nation. And part of it, part of the journey was, uh, which we just read uh, last week, Part of the journey was crossing the Red Sea. I'm not going to go into details. I'm sure the majority of our listeners are very familiar with the story. The Jews left Egypt, got to the sea, were kind of trapped, and God had split the sea for them so they can cross safely. Going into details, and I found, I saw a very, very interesting uh, commentary that brings... A phenomenal story about what happened while the Jews were leaving Egypt. And it's based on two specific individuals uh, named Datan Vaviram, Dasan Vaviram, whatever your accent is. And these two individuals had a very difficult, I'd say, relationship with uh, the Jewish uh, leadership, with the Jewish nation. They were part of the Jewish nation, they were actually leaders themselves. But if you look through the Bible, lots of the trouble that happened through the des- in the desert was with them. Uh, the reason Moses had to run away, uh, part of the, the punishments that uh, the Jewish nation got, uh, a lot going on with them, uh, and a lot of um, um, criticism on them was, is brought down into the Bible. Now, here's a fascinating thing. When the Jews... Uh, and this is what the Medrash says, when the Jews had left Egypt, Dasan Vavirim chose to actually stay behind and not to join them, to stay in Egypt. And while uh, the Jews crossed the, the ocean, which was a phenomenal thing that the whole world stopped their breath to see what's happening, they realized the mistake they did, and then they decided, okay, you know what, now, after they've crossed already, we're going to go and try to get catch up to them. And when they actually got to the ocean to see the Jews, uh, they had missed the boat, or which I'm not sure missing the boat is the right uh, term to use. They missed whatever it is to cross the water was not a boat, and and they had they have. So when they got there, they saw that the water came back to what it was. The whole famous story, and suddenly, actually, in a phenomenal amazing way there was a second split of the sea for them to pass and cross through there was a second time that God had actually split the sea for them especially now 
This is fascinating. We're talking about two Jews who chose not to join the nation, who we know had given beforehand already trouble to Moshe, to Moses, who had to run away. Uh, throughout, we have... And we had... And we had... Um, lots of uh, uh, difficulties in that area uh, with them specifically and here God takes this opportunity and actually splits the ocean specially especially for them even though we know that actually the ones that didn't want to leave did not get the opportunity to leave they actually didn't survive the whole situation so what exactly happened there and I'm specifically uh, going slow on this and liberating if that's the word and I found a fascinating thing when it's brought down earlier that when Moses and Aaron actually came to uh, to Pharaoh and approached him regarding sending out the nation, sending out the Jews, he actually made the rules much harder and tougher. And the way it worked, there was uh, authority. So on the Jews, there were other Jews that they, their job, they were the policemen, they were guarding, they were uh, actually on top of things. And over them, there were the Egyptians uh, supervising. And Dos and Vaviram were actually two policemen. There were two policemen that got the order to, um, to make the things harder for the Jews, to actually make it tougher. And they've decided on their own that instead of uh, actually putting the pressure, they took the pressure on themselves. And they were physically hurt and bitten, beaten because they chose the point of protecting the Jewish nation. How is that connected to what just happened? I'm sure many of us can guess, but we'll go into details right back. when We have to take a short break. We'll be right back and discuss it. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 Chai FM. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai We are back. Right before the short break we just had, we were discussing... Um, uh, incident from the from the parshas, the things that we're going through, and we've discussed uh, just in two words. We've discussed the situation where the after the Jews had crossed the sea, uh, God had actually split it specifically, specially, just for uh, two people who were actually kind of troublemakers. Actually, kind of a lot of the difficulties came through them, and. Uh, fascinating. First of all, why would anybody get this private service, and especially these two? And I've mentioned right before the break that these two, Dustin Levin, were actually cops. They were actually uh, Jewish policemen at uh, Egypt, and it was their job to make sure the Jews are doing the work. The way it worked was uh, the Jews had supervisors, policemen, people in charge of them that were also Jews, and on them they were the Egyptians. And they, once uh, Moses came to, and Aaron came to Pharaoh and actually uh, asked for the, for the release, and we all know that the reaction of Pharaoh was to make everything harder, he, uh, they actually find themselves, found themselves in a situation of raising the standards, raising the bar. And kind of, they took it upon themselves, and they were uh, in a position of protecting their friends, their family, the Jewish nation. And it's amazing, even though, and here we, we see a, a very special thing that the Bible tells us. These two individuals that actually put their lives at risk uh, for 
protecting the Jews, suffered for protecting the Jews. When the Jews had left Egypt, even though they were troublemakers and they chose not to join, they got a special, special miracle for them that actually split the sea for them. And here's my question that's coming up into the community, and I'm questioning myself as well. It's not any criticism. It's not anything. I just want to ask, how loyal are we as a Jewish nation today to each other? How strong do we feel towards uh, our co-workers, towards our employees, towards the teachers of our children? How much loyalty do we have? And I'm very uh, sad to say, on a very uh, uh, simple level, I've seen too many incidents in my eyes that were very, very disturbing in that area. An example, I've seen... And just in the last uh, few few months, I've seen teachers had been te- teaching over twenty years in in a school, and when for whatever reason things didn't work out, they just left. And when they said we're going, everybody was says, "Okay, fine." There was no sense of caring. I guess I, I don't know what to say. Now, obviously, we're talking about a very small minority and in no way I feel that the community is not um, loyal to each other but these minorities are minorities are happening I'm not going to give any example here in the show that I haven't heard in at least two or three cases which means it's not a one-time thing uh, rabbis that have left the community after decades and it's it was kind of okay thanks for, so much for your service and move on you know, I didn't feel the the caring, and I don't know, think if these people have felt how much the people around them actually really care. And before I go on, please, 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 it's a very important discussion. Share with us your thoughts about it. Share with us how, if you have seen it, if you have ever left a position uh, or got a position for the public and felt that people actually cared about what you did. People were very were upset that you had to leave the position. People were supportive of what you were doing completely or only when it was relevant. Please share with, with us. Either send me a WhatsApp at 061-895-1019. It could be anonymous. It could be signed. Uh, it's nice to have them signed, but this for this show, I'm happy to have it anonymous. You could even call in 010-140-3020 or send us a SMS 34519. I do see some SMSs coming in. We'll get to them soon. Uh, it's not that I'm not noticing. Don't worry. And again, as I said, WhatsApp 061-895-1019. How much is it important for us? And how are we in the community really loyal towards each other? I mean, one of the sentences I've heard many, many, many times, uh, don't do business inside the community. And I say, why? Why shouldn't I? Isn't it the best thing to actually, for us to support one each other? Isn't it, I'm not saying that you have to spend extra for it or whatever, but if you have the opportunity, why not? Why not be there for each other at the moment? I've met um, even people in higher positions, as leaders, as rabbis, as, as principals in schools, who have, in a special moment, have told me before, uh, yeah, there's always this fear that if uh, uh, 
something attractive comes up in a different community or a different school or whatever it is, we'll have half the, the community leave or half the school leave or whatever it is. And it's not only about confidence of leaders. I don't, please don't, maybe if that's your opinion, you could send it in. But I'm not sure that it's just because um, some people are not confident. Actually, a lot of the people in that are involved in education right now don't feel safe in their position. Don't feel that the extra hours, the extra push is actually really, really, really going to uh, be worth eventually. And I, I, as, I'm, as I said, I'd love to hear the stories that are not that way. Please send them in if you had special moments that somebody had to leave a position and, and he really felt appreciated or she really felt appreciated. It's important. Saying that it's very important that teachers and I've and I'm speaking. I had a few teachers come to me in the past time uh, that are still working, that are still in the position that felt. Um, who knows what will be with our job later on? Who knows uh, how stable we are? Uh, how much we can put? And we're talking about the people that are actually uh, um, putting um, that um, that. It's actually um, an amazing, I'm <laughs> getting confused because I'm already getting messages on my private phone. Uh, it's amazing. I'll get to them shortly. Uh, it's just fascinating in my eyes to see that we expect our, um, from our leaders to give the extra over the hours, which is amazing, which they do. And I have to say, don't think otherwise. I working here in Johannesburg with the Jewish educational system, with therapists, with the community organizations. The dedication of these people is unbelievable. People are dedicated to put their lives on the line. I mean, I've had people in touch with me during holidays, Sundays, not working hours, completely dedicated for the kids. My only question is how much do we appreciate it back how much do we really how much if something would go wrong with them would we actually cross the split the sea again for them would we actually take that extra step that extra mile for them that's part of my question for today so please as i said please share with us your, your thoughts 061-895-1019 and the sms line 34519 please feel free to share or you could call in 010-140-3020 uh, we're going to take a short break, and afterwards, I will respond to some of the messages. I see uh, some messages coming on a different topic, so I'm keen. We'll get to that too, Bishvat. Uh, we'll get to that as well right after the break. Two hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch We are back um, after a short break. In the main topic for today, as we're discussing, uh, how much can we be proud as a community and say that we really have each other's backs, that we're really, really loyal towards each other? How much can we be confident that somebody who gives and is dedicated to the community, to an individual, as a teacher, as an educator, as uh, um, a therapist, as somebody that w is there for uh, the people that need him extra times and to take this extra step, how uh, sure can he be that if anything goes wrong one day, God forbid, we will be there back 
to back him up. We will be there to make sure that everybody will remember how much he's had actually put in in the community. Everybody will be there uh, making sure that we, as individuals, have the basic gratitude that we must have towards anybody. And I'm not even talking about just us as a community, how much are we really protecting each other, which is also a very big question. And obviously, please, your thoughts, please send it in, 061-895-1019, and on WhatsApp, again, 061-895-1019. You could always call in, 010-140-3020, send us an SMS, the 34519. One of the SMSs coming in um, is not on that topic, but I actually, I, I do want to get to it, so I think it's very important. Uh, thanks for the message. Hi, Rabbi G. Thanks for the best show. What is Tu Bishvat? What does it mean, a birthday for trees? <laughs> I guess they do know that Tu Bishvat is a birthday for trees, so I will give uh, a bit of explanation around that. Thanks for the message. So, uh, basically, Tu Bishvat is a holiday we will be uh, celebrating this Wednesday. It is the day, uh, yes, I, I wouldn't call it the birthday for the trees. It's actually the new year for the trees. And what does it mean, new year for the trees? Um, as being part of uh, uh, the Jewish nation and the Jewish law, uh, part of what we do, I'm very proud to say, is that every protest, every prophet we have, we must give a certain amount to charity which is relevant today uh, pretty much with business, with things, any profit. And in the olden days, uh, even today actually, I say olden days as if today we don't eat fruits. Well, maybe not as much as we should, but uh, we do still eat uh, produce. Anyways, when somebody had uh, a tree growing or a field or any produce growing, uh, and he had fruits on his tree, not any produce, we're not talking about the vegetables, we're talking about the fruit that grows on trees. Uh, once it grows, he must give a percentage to charity. Now, the way it worked to make it very organized and simple is that every year was its own uh, accountant. I mean, we actually do it today in business. When a person has a business, he has to give at the end of the year his income and see how he does his percentage of uh, tax. So we have a percentage of charity. And what happens on Tu Bishvat is it's actually the cutoff day for, in many areas, for uh, um, the, the uh, produce for the trees. And it's also and, and it's also a special day that a person... Um, so one second. So as I said, it's also the time that we can measure and see uh, which produce do we uh, separate to each year of the fruit. That's number one. And number two, it's actually uh, a great opportunity for us uh, to know and to get blessed for the produce that we, we wish for and to get... Um, you know, lots of people uh, uh, take this day on Tu Bishvat and actually pray if they want to have a nice produce, like a nice esro coming up in Sukkah. Sukkah, it's a time to actually get blessed for uh, for the trees, which is, uh, by the way, a fascinating thing to see. And I wonder what you think about this question, because we see something very interesting if we talk about Tu Bishvat. And I think it has to do a bit of what happens in this show. So I'm very happy to raise this up. And thanks for the question. Um we all know that uh, two uh, um, 
two uh, holidays that are very involved uh, with what grows with the produce is Tu Bishvat and uh, Shavuot. And in Shavuot, really, it's about uh, the blessings and about how much we will have from the produce. And we decorate our house a lot with trees and branches uh, when really we're celebrating the uh, the produce. I know, I know that it's also because of the mountain that was decorated. Please, I'm sure I'm going to get a SMS about that. But saying that, we focus on the produce and we actually decorate with trees. And here comes to Bishvat, and we are focusing on the trees, celebrating it with the produce. Kind of, maybe should have been the other way around. Which on. Um, Tubishvat, when we focus on the trees, we should be maybe decorating with the trees. And on Shavuot, when we're focusing on the produce, we should be eating the produce. We kind of do it the opposite. Wonder if you have any thoughts about that? Please send it in 0618951019 or 34519 as the SMS line or the number 0101403020. Yeah, so many ways, beautiful ways to connect. Please feel free to do it. Short break, we'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, we are back. And we are just uh, in the middle of a discussion regarding Tubishrat, regarding um, just uh, uh, the produce and uh, the celebration as some of the messages came in. And I think I'm actually going to leave that question that we ended off with kind of open for now and go back a bit to the topic because I am getting uh, quite a few messages on my phone. Again, for some reason, I don't know, people prefer my phone than the actual uh, um, radio line. But anyways, we were discussing us as a community, our loyalty, our uh, um, backing up of each other. And we kind of earlier earlier on in the show discussed, and as one of the messages came to me privately, he was actually very uh, fascinated and agreed to what was said uh, about the the um, the commitment that we has as a, as a community. That even people that we saw that were kind of against the nation, kind of difficult for the nation, had their own private. Uh, special miracles just because we have gratitude to them, just because we care, just because we are connected. And saying that, and by the way, we see that very clearly uh, through the whole story that we've been discussing now. Uh, the gratitude that uh, Moses had towards water, towards the ground, towards things that have saved him, which one would come and say, well, what do you mean? There's no meaning to the feelings of the water. As far as we know, scientists today, we never know what we'll get. But as far as we know, there's no special uh, feelings to the ground right now. And still, saying that, when, as part of the process, uh, we're meant to hit the ground, Moses said, that's not something I would be doing, because I have gratitude. Which means that it kind of feels that, and it's kind of even clear, I would say, that gratitude is about us, not so much about the reception. Which means, and as one of the messages that came through was sent, sent to me privately, uh, I'm wondering why, uh, but again, sent to me privately, uh, says that it's not, it shouldn't be a topic about uh, staff or people feeling not supported by the community because gratitude is something that uh, a, what does it say is something that 
we need to give regardless uh, expecting it. Okay, I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's still, I think that there is something assuring and something that could give stability to a community could give stability to us. And again, please, 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 don't anybody, and, and I did get a message like that, think that I'm questioning the situation on a level that I have any criticism against what's happening. No, I'm just raising a question of a discussion. How much must we be uh, supportive and dedicated to uh, to the people that have put that extra mile for us? Even in a price, as we said, in a t- situation that it's... They're actually uh, um, giving difficulties. They're actually... A burden in the community. I think there's a word like that. Craig, help me here. Is burden a word? Like a, a extra weight on the community, oh, or uh, yeah, burden. Burden. Okay, here. Uh, so, do we still have to be there remembering? And what is kind of the the line in between where we can uh, be there with them and protect the community, obviously, and make sure that everything's happening and. Remember the individual as well. Please, your thoughts, 061-895-1019, SMS line 34519. Um, if you want to call, 010-140-3020. We're going to take a short break right now, and we will be right back. Two hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. 101.9 High FM, High Chinuch with Rabbi G. Uh, we are here towards uh, the last final part of today's show, which was uh, part of today's big discussion was how much are we connected to... Um, to people that have invested, people that have given, how much do we owe them? How much are we there uh, for them at difficult uh, times? Uh, I just want to read a short SMS that has come through again to my private phone. The big issue of how the older rabbi are being treated as the next generation takes over. Well, interesting point. Uh, Haven't touched on that. They said they uh, okay. So here's the, another message just came in, and it's connected to the other one. So let me read this again. The big issue of how the older rabbi are being treated as the next generation takes over. They set the foundation that we all are building off. Um, I don't know. Well, shame this message came like towards the end of the show. Uh, but let's see. Uh, what do you think about that? Please send in three four five one nine is SMS line or oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine. It's actually a topic we didn't even touch on, but I think it's a very valid point. Uh, we have actually rabbis here that have sent uh, found complete full foundations for their communities for the next generation and now kind of we're in a position uh, in a few areas and communities by the way that the next generation is taking over what is their place of uh, the older generation where are we th- are we there for them and what's happening with that uh, good point um yeah, I wonder what you think. Uh, obviously, this show is getting towards an end. Uh, but I think it is a very valid point of thought. It's a very strong point of thinking. Um, you know, there is... That's the way the world works. The truth is that people retire, people move on, uh, people uh, take the next step. But we can't forget. We can't... Uh, 
not notice that we had people that have dedicated themselves, their lives, their families, their communities, they and everything they're doing to uh, to the people that they are serving. And I think that that is something very strong that we must remember and must be a part of. Uh, it's a very interesting thing that uh, lots of the messages has came have come in in different topics in the different areas. I didn't even think that this would be. Um, such a large discussion. Um, here, another message coming in uh, regarding that. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, again, regarding the rabbis. Uh, so, I think we have to maybe see uh, and how to get to it because we are getting to an end and we are getting to a point that this show, uh, like all uh, big discussions, big debates, have to. Uh, we got to. Uh, end uh, saying that obviously we can continue this eventually um, as we do anyway this is the show where we discuss education we discuss what's important for us what what's how do we make the world that we want to live in how do we make the place we want to be i do have to mention just uh, um, towards the end i think it's very important that we know uh, part of the the beauty of creating the, the the generation and creating who we want to be is looking back to how we became who we were and, and kind of looking at our history and where we come from and our guidelines. And I'm saying it because tonight uh, there's actually a memory evening at the Johannesburg Cheder in honor of Rav Steinman, who was uh, one of the biggest uh, leaders that has passed away not long ago. Tonight at eight o'clock, I think it's very important to hear about who we are, where we come from, and what's and what we can implement from that to our uh, practical lives and to the generation. We did have uh, a few discussions here on the show and past in his memory, but obviously, the more we can learn, the more we can hear is very, very important. So. This show has come to an end. We'll be back, please God, next Monday, 2 to 3, when we discuss more topics, more issues, and just see how we can make ourselves, our children, our communities, our families, and the whole world a better and nicer place. Enjoy your Tubishvat. Uh, I hope you have a very nice, tasty, and uh, powerful spiritual Wednesday holiday of Tubishvat.